eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Monday, September 6th. It's Labor Day, and I hope you're not laboring today. Really, it's a day to kind of take off and get ready for what's coming ahead. There's a lot going on. I know a lot of kids are already back in school. Some are going back this week. It does always feel to me, at least, like I've lived my life on an academic calendar forever. So September rolls around. It's the first day after Labor Day. And now I got to I got to get my my new pencil set. I loved getting school supplies so much. It was like my favorite thing. And if you're feeling like a little urge to kind of get your ducks in a row because the school season is starting, well, why don't you give us a holler? All you need to do is send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Tell us if you want to come on the air. Steven did that. Hi, Steven. How can we help you out? So recently married, she had a house that we uh, moved out of, and then I purchased an investment property as well. So we have two. Her house has appreciated quite a bit in this market. Um, so we owe about 157 on it. Mm-hmm. And we, with uh, a lot of, of comps around her, um, reasonably think that we can get 220 out of it. Okay. Um, and then her, um, her and I, we have combined student debt of about 92000 And so we sat down. And we have a plan for paying off that 92000 in the next three years just using our W-2 cash flows because we both work. Hmm. But, okay. um, so so the, the question is, is we have a rental house. It is cash flowing. So um, it's cash flows after uh, PITI and vacancies and maintenance probably in the neighborhood of about $300 a month. So it's not bad. Uh, nothing over the moon, but right. it's uh, pretty decent. And, and rentals are a part of our, you know, long-term financial FI plan. Hmm. Um, but we wanted, we've really been going back and forth of, should we kind of take advantage of this market, take the equity out of mm. the house? I think that after we paid fees, realtors, and closing costs, that we probably would end up in the neighborhood with about 45 is the number I've been using just for round numbers. But would you also have um, to pay taxes? Yeah. So that's another like side benefit is it was her residence for two years within the last five. So we would be able to be tax-free if we sold it. We mm. probably got another 
Um, we've got about another two years out of that five-year window for tax-free. And what about your um, rental home? How does how that looking like right now? Um, it's good. So it was bought as, a, as an investment property intentionally. So its uh, cash flow is even a little bit better than hers um, and has steady renters in it. So it has not appreciated. It was purchased essentially as a cash flow house, not mm. as an appreciation house. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, and we've only owned that one for um, since last April. So it's appreciated a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, but we kind of intend on holding that one long term. And what does that look like monthly from a cash flow perspective? From a cash flow perspective, that one, 14. So about $450 a month on that one. That's great. How much do you guys make together? Uh, so together, she has just gone to kind of a part-time scenario um, since she and I have combined our health insurance and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last year combined, we made 175 All right. Is she part-time now and you'll be 175 or will that be reduced? Actually, we've been kind of surprised because um, the way her pay has worked is going part-time has allowed her to take a higher hour, hourly rate uh. And uh, since she's on my benefits. So actually, we, we've I think we're going to end up kind of a net neutral. Oh, that. great. So I would assume in the, in the 165, 170 range. So you're feeling pretty good. Does the debt that is, I mean, you said you got a three-year plan to pay this off, right? Um, yeah. The Are these federal loans or private loans? What's the interest rate associated? So they're federal, but they have been reconsolidated once. Um, they're at like an average of about 6.5. So for each of you, are you bothered by the outstanding debt, just emotionally? Me, no, her, somewhat. Okay. You know what? I don't think you're going to make a bad decision. Here's what I think. Have You have this really cool advantage right now about extracting some of the equity from this rental property and not having to pay a federal income tax on it. And yeah. I feel like that's a sign from the financial goddesses that maybe if you could take that money out, whack down that student loan, p- chop it in half, that perhaps your wife would feel a lot more comfortable carrying the forty-five grand, knowing, hey, this is going to be paid off within two years. And I think that that might actually work for you guys. I don't think you're going to make a big mistake. I really don't. Are you putting a a bunch of money into retirement right now? Um, So I'm maxing out my 401k. And what is she doing because she's part-time? Does she have a a Roth or what is she doing for this? So she has a 403b and we put in to capture her matching, which Mm -hmm. is uh, pennies really. So uh, I think that about $25,000 or $3,000 a year end up in her 403 Mm-hmm. Um, but we've we've essentially kind of split in the middle. We've said that we're going to continue to max out my retirement while using her entire paycheck to pay debt down. Okay. All right. So I do think that unless you're going to tell me that, like, it's so important that, like, she will never, ever sell this house and it's going to cause us to get divorced. I think I'd sell the house. I think I'd sell it okay. and chop that debt in half. And then you are going to see how quickly you pay off that student loan debt. It is hard for me to think about how you are going to get an after tax return of six and a half percent with no risk. And that is what right. you get by paying that thing off fast. And so to me, I don't feel like you're losing any ground. I don't feel like it's the worst decision to lose the potential appreciation in the house. I mean, the house might appreciate a little bit more in the next couple of years, but it sounds like the best of it has already occurred. No tax due. I kind of want to take the money and pay off the debt. That's what I'm going with. And I think that um, that'll make you guys feel good. And I think it will just accelerate the whole debt pay down plan. 
Okay. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Then that's it. That's what you got. And when you call me back, because you're like, oh, guess what? We're having kids and now we're going to move again and we'll make different decisions. So just keep us keep us posted because I think you're you're really on track. And it's great to hear from young people who are, you know, basically firing up the financial independence. It's fantastic. So I'm very, very encouraged by this. And I think you got a great game plan. And uh, kudos to you and your wife for grabbing this thing and and moving moving the ball forward i think it's a it's a really good story so i i wish you the best of luck and let us know if there's anything else we can do for you okay that's the laboring part of my day okay i'm not really working on labor day you know that but if you've got a financial question we labor every day or at least we do a show every day seven days a week and if you think someone else can benefit from this program why don't you send them a link to this episode And you can maybe say, hey, you can subscribe and get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or just go to JillOnMoney.com where you can subscribe to Jill on Money and our sister podcast, Eye on Money. Either way, we want more people listening. That's the goal here. We want to help as many people as possible. This is the whole reason that Mark and I do this show. I know you think we just do it for money. We really don't. There's actually better ways to make money than this. We have a great desire to spread the word, to have a different approach to managing money and managing personal finances. And that is why we do the program. Okay? Fantastic, right? So give us a shout if you have a question. Keep listening. We are delighted that you do so, and we are grateful that you do so. Don't forget to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 